you're exhausted because your baby won't sleep. Then you see all the advice that says you should ignore your baby's cries and if you ignore them long enough, they'll fall asleep. But your mama heart just can't leave your baby screaming and crying all alone in the crib. Then you hear these voices telling you, you're such a pushover. That little baby has you wrapped around their little finger. Or why are you letting your baby dictate your schedule and what you do? Is all this criticism true? Is it your fault that your baby won't sleep? Are you breeding bad habits because you rock your baby to sleep? And what can you do so you don't spend the entire night rocking your baby just so they don't wake up? We'll address these questions in this episode. Are there days you feel you've had it with the sleepless nights, the temper tantrums, the constant fatigue of trying to keep up with an active baby? Does it feel like you're always working so hard as a parent, trying to do everything for your kids and family, and yet it never feels enough? We get it. You love your child more than anything, and yet parenting is also exhausting and challenging. Especially when you're bombarded with criticism and pressure to be the perfect parent, which, spoiler alert, does not exist. That's why we created Discerning Parenting, the podcast that helps you cut through the noise and focus on what truly matters in your parenting journey. This podcast is jam-packed with valuable insights and practical tips specifically tailored for parents of kids age 5 and below. So join us and discover how you can use the combined power of science, knowing your child, and your own intuition in making the best parenting decisions for you and your family. If you're the parent of a new baby, your world undergoes an incredible transformation with the arrival of your little one. Suddenly, your days are filled with diaper changes, feedings, and endless rounds of soothing a fussy baby. In the middle of all this chaos, sleep becomes a rare commodity. But why is it so tough to get your little bundle of joy to snooze? Today, we'll dive into the fascinating science behind your baby's sleep patterns and what we can do. Let's start with a newborn period. What does a newborn's sleep schedule look like? Newborns as it turns out, aren't meant to sleep through the night. In fact, if a newborn baby is already sleeping through the night and does not wake up for any feeding, it's a potential red flag. And it's best to speak with your pediatrician about this. I have encountered patients who were already sleeping through the night during the early newborn period. And it was actually a sign that maybe they have a more serious problem that they need to speak with a pediatrician about. And that's why, if someone talks about sleep training a newborn, take off in the opposite direction. Generally, newborns sleep around 16 hours in a 24-hour period. They don't know yet the difference between day and night, so their sleep is usually split equally into day and night sleep. Between 1 to 12 months of age, there's a wide range of individual variations. We have this thing called temperament, and temperament is actually inborn. There are some temperaments where the pattern is more regular. They have a pattern of 
sleeping and waking. There are some temperaments that are less excitable so they can stay asleep for a longer period of time. While there are other temperaments where it's not that predictable or they're more easily excitable. And these temperaments are inborn. So it doesn't have to do with whether or not a parent has sleep trained. It's not your fault, but it's something that has already been programmed into your baby, even in the womb or even at birth. Researches have shown that these temperaments are already there even in newborn babies in the nursery. But despite these individual variations, in general, a three-month-old may not be able to sleep more than four hours at a time. Then at six to 12 months, many babies begin to sleep longer at night and they take about two naps during the day. Now, you just heard me say that newborns sleep 16 hours a day and most three-month-old babies sleep in four-hour stretches. But for many of us, this doesn't seem to be the reality, right? It feels like babies wake up at the slightest disturbance. Well, there's a scientific reason behind this. Unlike us adults or older kids, babies spend more time in what we call light sleep as opposed to deep sleep. In this lighter sleep phase, even a minor stimulus can wake them up. And the reason why actions like rocking might help is that rocking creates a rhythmic stimulus that can help mask other disturbances in the environment. So you might be wondering, how can I get my baby to sleep in their crib without having to rock them all night long? The answer lies in understanding their sleep stages. Here's a handy tip that I've shared with many parent coaching clients. When you rock your baby to sleep, watch closely for signs that they've moved into deep sleep. This might be when their limbs, their arms, and their legs feel heavy, they stop moving, and their eyes aren't fluttering behind closed lids. Once you notice these signs, try gently moving an arm or leg. If your baby doesn't react, it's likely they're in that sweet spot of deep sleep. That's your cue to transfer them into their crib. Many parents have found success with this method as it ensures that baby stays asleep even when moved because they are in deep sleep and this movement doesn't serve as the stimulus that wakes them up. On the other hand, if you transfer your baby to the crib during light sleep, that transfer will wake them up. So, if it feels like your baby won't sleep, know that it's not your fault. Rather, it has to do with the way babies' brains are wired. There's a lot of parental guilt about sleep training and getting babies to sleep through the night from a very early age. So many times, I've heard moms say, We are co-sleeping. I know it's a horrible thing to do as a parent. But is it really? Every family, every culture has its own approach to sleep practices, and a lot of them involve co-sleeping. Babies have co-slept with their parents for most of human history. What's important is to follow safe sleep guidelines and then find what works for your family, whether that involves gentle sleep training when the time is right or rocking and feeding your baby to sleep. That's okay. 
don't feel guilty about that. Wondering about these safe sleep guidelines or the latest research on baby sleep? You see, the secret to helping your baby sleep better isn't confined to what happens during sleep time. It actually starts when they're awake. And we have just the thing for you, our free mini-course on baby sleep. It's jam-packed with guilt-free, science-backed information that every parent should know. Just head over to discerningparenting.com slash sleep. That's discerningparenting.com forward slash sleep. We'll also link to this in the show notes. And sign up today. You'll get our free mini-course where you'll gain valuable insights and tools to navigate the tricky terrain of your baby's sleep. And remember, don't miss out on any of our episodes. Follow the Discerning Parenting Podcast. We have plenty more episodes on sticky parenting issues like this one lined up for you.